Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, May 9th, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update, and here's what's happening today in America. The Senate Intelligence Committee subpoenas Donald Trump Jr. The House Judiciary Committee votes to hold Attorney General Barr in contempt. Nancy Pelosi offers her interpretation of the Constitution. Bernie Sanders' presidential campaign makes U.S. history. The mayor of Los Angeles unveils his very unusual plan to deal with the homeless. Also coming up, my message of the day on social media. But first to Washington. The Republican-controlled Senate Intelligence Committee sending a subpoena to Donald Trump Jr., demanding the president's eldest son appear to answer questions about his testimony related to the Russian investigation. It is the first time any of the president's children have been subpoenaed. In the House, the Judiciary Committee has voted to hold Attorney General William Barr in contempt of Congress. Chair Gerald Nadler calling the unfolding situation a, quote, constitutional crisis after Mr. Barr refused to meet with legislators to further discuss the Mueller report. Hours earlier, the president used his executive privilege power to block the unredacted Mueller report from being released. Speaker Nancy Pelosi apparently injecting politics into the Constitution, saying Congress is the, quote, superior branch of the federal government and has more power than the executive branch, that is, the presidency. Somewhere, the founding fathers might be confused. Now to the campaign trail, where the Bernie Sanders team is making history, becoming the first presidential crew to have its workers completely unionized. Staffers have agreed to a collective bargaining agreement that limits work hours, demands overtime pay, and provides health care. Of course, donors to the Sanders campaign pay for all the bills. The mayor of Los Angeles taking a very unique approach to fighting his city's awful homeless situation. Announcing a plan to create public murals of other homeless people to, quote, recognize our common humanity. The Dear Neighbor campaign in L.A. will begin Monday. Experts saying there are now more than 50,000 people living on the streets of the City of Angels. It is not known how many of them are fans of art. Coming up, my message of the day on social media. But first... If you are age 75 or older, and if you own a $100,000 life insurance policy or larger, please get a pen and write this information down. Many Americans are making the decision to convert their life policy into cold, hard cash, giving them some extra money to pay off credit cards, medical bills, any number of things. Look, the economy's always been dicey. Some people need cash. There's nothing wrong with that. You may find the cash you need in your life policy. If you are over 75, you have a $100,000 policy or larger, please write this number down now. 844-WE-BUY-75. Totally free to call. Get rid of those insurance premiums. Stop paying them. Consider turning the policy you have into cash. The number again, 844-WE-BUY-75. By 75. Call 844 WEBUY 75. 844 WEBUY 75. Call now, brought to you by our sponsor, Life Guide Partners. 
Here now, the O'Reilly Update message of the day. As some of you know, I think social media is doing a significant amount of damage to the country, especially to younger Americans. No question, the devices, I call them machines, are addictive, and dependence on them can hurt in a variety of ways, like concentration, conversational ability, and most especially, observation. Heads down might become our national motto. In addition, defamation by anonymous pinheads is all over social media, as you know. Nobody is safe. And who are you going to sue? Apple? I know that I paint a bleak picture. And I also know there are some good things on the net. It's easy to research and learn stuff. That is a big plus. And social media does give voice to some very creative people. Two anonymous dispatches recently caught my eye. This was on social media. Quote, James Comey answered, I don't know and I don't remember, 236 times under oath before a congressional committee. But he remembered enough to write a book. And two, President Trump should nominate Hillary Clinton for the next opening on the Supreme Court. Maybe then he can finally get her investigated. Not too bad. It's good to give the regular folks an outlet, and social media does that. But when you look at the totality of what's happening to, especially younger Americans, they're building their lives around these machines. No longer does a telephone ring in my house. It's all texting, texting, texting. Very rarely do you have a conversation among younger people. They're all LOLs, OMGs, all of that. Now, conversation is important especially if you want to make a good living. So is observation. I have a rule in my car. When we're riding through a scenic area, the machines have to be turned off. Go in the pockets or the purses. Because I want you to look out the window and see life. Go to any restaurant and just look around. While people should be conversing over dinner or lunch, they got their head downs in the phone. Now, what are they doing in there? Two things. Number one, they're telling all their friends what kind of socks they're wearing. These very important things. And number two, games, 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 games. They play these games, all right? Which means that they can't, for any amount of time, be looking around, noticing things, evaluating things. Surroundings disappear. Every second has to be taken up by some stimulation on the handheld machine. And then when I get home, they break out the computer and do God knows what. Because you can access anything in the world, any kind of harmful stuff. And parents can't be hovering over their children 24 hours a day. So social media has changed everything in the world. And on balance, I say it's a negative. But again... We can hear from people who have wise things to say, and we can learn things on the net. But boy, we better be careful. There is more commentary on BillOReilly.com where you can see me. So I hope you go and check that out. Right back. If you watch 60 Minutes and you own a home, you just got very nervous. The FBI's former head of cybercrimes has warned homeowners that foreign and domestic thieves can steal your home and do it all online. 
That's because home titles and mortgages are kept in databases that can be hacked. If you have equity in your home, here's how they get you. They simply forge your name onto your home's title, use your home as collateral to borrow cash, and stick you with the payments. And no bank or identity theft program protects you. So you need Home Title Lock, America's leading title and mortgage guardian. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. If cyber thieves tamper with it, we mobilize to help shut it down. You may already be a victim. Here's how to find out. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register for your free title scan and report. A $100 value, free with sign-up. Don't let cyber thieves steal your home. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. This week marks the 74th anniversary of victory in Europe, when the Allied forces formally accepted the unconditional surrender of Nazi Germany and their so-called Invincible Army. While we traditionally recognize VE Day as having occurred on May 8, 1945, the German surrender was officially signed at 12.16 a.m. on the morning of May 9th. It was then backdated to the previous day. But here's something unusual. It was actually the second time Germany had surrendered. The first surrender came on May 7th in the French city of Reims, with the German army surrounded by U.S. and British forces. Supreme Allied Commander Dwight Eisenhower demanded Germany offer their immediate, simultaneous, and unconditional surrender on all fronts. Hitler's successor, Karl Donitz, authorized the surrender. Hitler was dead by that time, which was signed by General Alfred Jodl at 2.41 a.m. Central European time. I vividly describe that scene in my book, Killing Patton. The Soviet Union, however claim that the surrender was illegitimate because it failed to explicitly require German soldiers to lay down their arms. The Russians demanded another signing be held in Berlin and presided over by the Red Army Supreme Commander. Not wanting to offend Stalin and the Soviets, General Eisenhower agreed. A little less than 48 hours later, the Germans signed the second and final act of unconditional surrender, along with representatives from the USA, Soviet Union, France, and Great Britain. So that was it. The war in Europe finally over. More than 50 million dead. Well, almost over. In Yugoslavia, in a tiny village called Odak, there Yugoslav partisans fought against the independent state of Croatia. The final shots of that battle fired on May 25th. 17 days after VE Day. So while Americans are busy celebrating the defeat of the Third Reich on May 8th, it was a little premature for the Yugoslav partisans, who were still fighting against Hitler's minions weeks later. For a closer look at the last days of World War II, two books, Killing Patton, and my latest, Killing the SS. I think you will enjoy them. Right back. But first... I have been telling you about a first-time buyer in Texas. Now I want to show you the other side. A seller who found an agent on realestateagentsitrust.com. A home seller in a very hot market needed to relocate quick. Their agent suggested the following steps. One, price the home just below similarly 
overpriced homes in the area to ensure high demand with multiple offers. Two, stage the home so that it stood out with great pictures, no clutter, and great curb appeal. Three, market aggressively to fellow agents providing a timeline for accepting offers. This created a big sense of urgency for buyers interested in the home. Four, their agent reviewed the offers quickly, communicated with the owners about the caliber of the offers, strong financing, cash, closing date, so many factors to consider. And five, after just three days on a market, the sellers got 5% over their asking price, and the buyer agreed to pay closing costs. This is why you need a great agent from realestateagentsitrust.com. Get the job done. Get moving. realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.